Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Inside MTV's Siesta Key, where we break down the latest episode of MTV's Siesta Key set reality show. And why are we breaking it down? Well, because we live here. We know Siesta Key. We know the area. We grew up here. Some of us even went to school with some of the people who are in the show. I'm Brian Reese. I'm Elizabeth DeGenis. And I'm Wade Tangelo. And this week is a crazy episode. Come on, guys. (laughs) Yeah. It's a little, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I personally think that the best thing about the episode, and we're going to talk a lot about this, is Alex's jaw being wired shut. It just made that episode for me so much. We'll talk about that later. No. Yeah, let's let's just let's just go through it a bit here. Okay. Now, Elizabeth, you paid a lot more attention because I watched it while I was working today. Yeah. No, I don't know. I would say I would pay more attention, but I paid some attention. You know, I took notes, so that's how you know I loved it. Right. Um. I would say starting out, one of the biggest dramas we encountered in the last episode was Brandon and Madison and Canvas. So this kind of weird love triangle going on. Um, We were supposedly told that Brandon and Madison were like the couple of the century, but that has been quickly proven proven wrong on this show. Um, And in the first scene, we get Brandon, I think he apologizes to Madison well, sort kind of. of. They're at the beach, right? Yeah. And then he finds out that she had been talking to Alex. Right. She went to go visit Alex when his jaw, because his jaw was wired shut. Nothing more romantic than that. No, you know? of course. As we find out later. <laughs> um, but then, you know, and so. And she he, forgot he, to tell Brandon. Right. And he confronts her about that. And, you know, I got to say, Madison in this episode, she's. You know what? She's got a little bit of a bite to her. No, she was a baller. Episode, I was like, you go, Madison. This whole episode, yeah. yeah. And so she throws it back at him and says, why are we talking about this? We should be talking about you macking all over canvas at right. the party when you were drunk. Right. And he's like, <laughs> my, fa- my favorite Brandon line. So at the last party, he was like, oh, Madison, I'm really confused. And she's like, what do you mean you're confused? And he was like, I'm just confused. And then she says, it's really comforting when you hear your boyfriend be like, I'm just kind of confused about what we are. And he's like, no, 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 Madison. I didn't mean confused that way. I meant like I was really drunk, you know? (laughs) I think that's a pretty honest thing there. I did too. I actually was like, that was a smart response. He's like, no, that's confused in general. (laughs) (laughs) I I believe him. Me too. (laughs) I'm like replaying the footage in my head going, you got to give him a pass on that one. (laughs) He was super drunk. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I don't know what's going on here. (laughs) Somebody needs to put me to bed. Yeah. <laughs> like a little two-year-old. Huh? Yeah. Oh, I also thought Polly was great because Polly was the one who brought up the fact that Madison and Alex got together. And then Polly has this way of doing things where, like, obviously you know it's all fake and the producers are like, Polly, say this. But then he goes, what? Was that a bad thing? Should I yeah. have not brought that up? Like, yeah, Chloe is the classic person to, you know, throw uh, gasoline on a slow-burning fire. Right. But uh, but Polly, and so when Polly does it, it's clear. Like, he almost just does it in a way that says, I'm doing this for the show. <laughs> yeah, the, Chloe and, and Polly, it's weird, the parallels that they've created between yeah. the two people. Um 
The two people they don't think are worthy of romantic entanglement. Or taking their shirts off. Yeah, you know, of Paulie now has to keep his shirt on, and uh, right. Chloe has to wear a cover-up, because uh, Paulie does have some... Chloe. Paulie. Oh, they don't yeah, let yeah. him take his shirt off oh, right, anymore. Right. Yeah. They all have their shirt off except Paul. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, I got to say, before that even, Tarek, uh, Madison's friend from Miami... He was throwing some. He was throwing some shade. He was kind of goading Madison, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that I think that that gave her a little backbone. He he I does. Mean, for ask, all we know, she has a lot of backbone anyway. Honestly. Well, what I was going to say about Madison is, I feel like when this show first started, I mean, it was clear they were all acting, and I think they were just getting into it. Yeah. But I finally think Madison, of all of the girls, I think is the best at like being on the show. Like she's the one who I feel like she's not so dramatic. So you're like like Juliet, where she's just constantly starting stuff, and you know it's for the show. Like Madison to me feels like a real character. Yeah. And I think that she's gotten a lot better about. That. I think Juliet's got a long life of reality TV ever. I think she's oh, going to yeah. end up like oh, yeah. Desperate Housewife or right. what is it, Real Housewife? Yep. She yeah. has got a great gift for just like she loves this, and she's evil and really good at being evil. I mean. Let me rephrase that. She's really good at it personifying evil. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know what she's like in real life. Right. I don't think that watching the show and tells she won't a, talk to me in real life. So <laughs> right. Wade's like, I have. I'm not mentioning this at all because of the things she said about me. But yeah, she, yeah. she wouldn't even look at me. Yeah. Well, okay. Then we get into uh, more drama with Brandon because Brandon, of course, his music career oh, always God. in his mind, oh. and he wants to work with this producer who, we, the, who I googled extensively and found nothing. Really? That, really? Yeah, I mean, we tried Jimmy and I. Uh, Mac Lawless, right? Yeah, that was his we name. Found it sounds like a real. Yeah, person. he sounds like a mu- this music studio look real. Not. <laughs> well, he talked like a music producer. Yeah. Well, I mean, but he basically said, "Hey, Brandon, this stuff is okay at best. Not C, C minus, C minus. Yeah, C-, C minus. Let's be honest, it's like an F plus. Yeah. Okay, like, C minus is F plus. Come on, it's pretty slick, if not good. Drake could be in a coma for eight years and come up with better stuff. Yeah, it's terrible. Well, I mean, admittedly, the fact you're comparing him to Drake. (laughs) Yeah, it's right. So (laughs) that brings, but that brings, like, I think the worst thing about Brandon that I've seen in the entire run of this show is when Madison is sitting in her apartment Mm -hmm. and Kelsey's with her and Paige is with her, and Brandon says he's not coming over, and I totally get that. Madison even kind of totally gets that because he's working with this producer guy, right? But then somebody mentions. He didn't help her move. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> you didn't help your girlfriend move into her new apartment? But you're, you're missing, though, I think, a, 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 and I hate to do the whole class thing, but she's like, oh, I'm worried about getting a job, blah, blah, blah. And her apartment is was, this upscale, I think, waterfront. I couldn't tell, but yeah. this gorgeous apartment. What incentive do you have to go out and get a job when mommy and daddy are paying for you to have this beautiful apartment no let me tell you i saw i mean i'm i'm 23 i live in sarasota i've looked at apartments i have never seen anything like that and like I'll t- that's got to be like i first of all i look more like a house than an apartment yeah more and like a condo yeah it's right a condo. right i think yeah. she's running a condo but you know i or, or it was purchased a condo yeah. by mom yeah. and dad right yeah. well no i don't know about that but because she's living with you know well regardless how worried can you be about finding a job when you've got this <laughs> well that's <laughs> I think you that- forget I'm sorry to interrupt. I think you forget, though, when you're in your early 20s. Like, I lived on Siesta Key right in the village when I was in my 20s. I didn't make much money. 
but you know? that was 20 years ago. And also, you, did you live in a place that looked like theirs? Yeah. I mean, theirs was like beautiful. and No, I lived yeah. in a place that was probably as big as this studio, and it was a two-bedroom. <laughs> I could I could lay in bed, and with all the doors in the place closed, talk to my roommate who was laying in his bed in his room. Right. Without raising my voice. Yeah, I lived in Newport Beach. The walls were made out of like, yeah. The walls were made out of like cardboard. I lived in a condemned place on the I've lived beachfront, but not like that. No, but what I was going to say about that one, going back before they kind of get in the whole tantrum of Brandon's bad boyfriend, they do have that part where Madison briefly talks about her job prospects. And she kind of like, you know, wax is not rhapsodic, but like talks about like, how she's considering engineering maybe on was the, the wrong key. path you get it, trying to find an engineering, jo- engineering right. job on the key well, right. when, they say, when they say siesta key they really I just know. mean they Sarasota. Sarasota yeah but right. they have to do that for the show but anyway my frustration was like Madison again that actually could be a really relatable storyline if they had emphasized more not just the one Gary set up an interview and it didn't go well but like actually talked about like she's pursuing a career she just graduated college maybe the thing she studied isn't what she wants to do for the rest of her life I like, totally agree I think that was right I mean that was a great little like glimpse into her life that I think is pretty realistic okay, can and we do a quick backup real quick go ahead sorry no, I have I have like a, a rant so I think oh, you should yeah. go first no, sorry go ahead do your rant no here's my like mild feminist rant which is just like if we think about it on the show Think about all the guys who have kind of questionable careers who've gotten to have that explored. Like Paulie in his music career. <laughs> sure. That, that's like the epitome of questionable. Brandon is a triple threat. Right. <laughs> um, who else has had a career? Well, Alex in law school. Uh, I mean, those are three right there who like, these are not, no offense, I wouldn't call them incredibly ambitious guys. And yet, Kelsey, we barely explored her modeling. Chloe, I guess, is in college. Well, or I don't know if she is in college, but she I think works. She at graduated. The tiki bar or whatever. Right. That's not a career. No offense. Um, <laughs> like, no, like I'm oh. like that. <laughs> oh, no, but that's all like long-term aspirations. Not to work right. at the right. tiki bar. Yeah, that's just true. making good money. Yeah, I trust me. I've heard. But um, and then you know we have Madison who wants to be an engineer, but that's never explored. So why is it that the girls in the show like don't even get a chance to have this explored at all? Yeah. Well, I mean, I I take a little exception with what you're saying because first of all I don't think I don't think Brandon actually has a real career like he wants to be an actor singer or dancer and you know he's doing he's pursuing that because he has wealthy parents I'm guessing like just from what we've seen and you know Alex of course he can do whatever he wants because he has tons of money Money, but he's to to get himself into law school it's some credit I feel like Garrett's the only one where they've actually explored you know explored like the career choice of that person well, I guess what I more mean is like instead of career, let's say passion, like yeah. think about how much time has been spent on exploring the feelings and thoughts of these women outside of how they feel about the men on the show. No, you're totally Whereas right. like screen time wise, Brandon and his music career have gotten enough screen time, even if it's not a career. I, I right. love how you bring in a, a feminist viewpoint to a show that revolves around women pining after um, one guy. <laughs> well, that's her point, though. I, but that, right. I mean, that's. I'm just saying, like, it is. it was sad to me when I heard Madison talk because I'm like, this poor girl probably has so much to say. And all they'll let her say is, like, Brandon yeah. sucks. Brandon's great. Yeah. Brandon sucks. That's the whole problem. One of the, yeah, it's an excellent point. Real quick, because you said <laughs> about, I think we need to bring this to the attention of our listeners, is, um, yes, Gary Compothecus, Alex's dad, tried to get Madison a job. 
Well, he has gotten someone on the cast. Oh, like, oh. right. <laughs> I'm sitting in my place. And um, M.O.R., for those who don't watch, it's a Tampa-based show that um, I enjoy because when I can't stand the news anymore, it shows uh, Modern Family reruns and stuff like that. So it, it's great entertainment for it's me. A, it's a non-major network yeah. rerun. Re- rerun depository. Yeah. yeah, it's great TV for me and my dogs. And <laughs> so I'm walking by, and my wife's like, isn't that in uh, – it's Brandon – Pitching for one eight hundred Ask Gary Medical Referral Service Company, the company yeah. that built the Compothecus Mansion and oh. so well, and, much more. And you know what? That's the second cast member who has <laughs> who has shilled for Gary. Yes, uh, starting with Pauly. Oh, if you remember true. way back in the beginning, yeah. he was the first person, as he said himself, <laughs> he was the first person to use hip hop in a medical referral service commercial. In Florida. <laughs> so two cast members have directly benefited from uh, Gary's uh, business, who, as th- if you've just tuned in, Gary is the person who financed the pilot for the show and continues to uh, be an executive producer on it. Yep. Although I'm still, I know we've talked about this on other shows, I'm still interested in like how much control he actually has over the content of the show. Yeah, we don't you know? know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. I mean, like like we all said last season, if he had control, if he had a lot of control over the show, then he clearly wanted to send his son a message because his son did not come across very well. Which is still the best part of this yeah. episode. Do you really care how you come across when you're known for your medical referral service? I mean, he's growing up he in Tampa. He totally does. Does he? Yeah. The Tampa Times has written some just pieces, well, and, he, yeah. and he continues to participate. So I really think he subscribes to the no publicity, uh, bad publicity model. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, though, good publicity, I have an interesting fact I had to share, I didn't share last week. When I covered the Martin Luther King Jr. Day parade, and banquet that they had that the the city hosted uh alex and gary were both named as honorees oh great yeah so i yeah. thought that was kind of interesting i mean gary does put a lot of money back into the community in a lot of different yeah. ways autism charities was we talked glad, about before. i was glad to see alex evolve that and especially in light of his uh social media controversy regarding uh yeah his comments yeah 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 so that was interesting uh, so back to the show. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, we gotta bring some perspective. Yeah, totally, that we can we offer. Totally, that we totally do. It's true. Well, my perspective is what we I was trying to much. say. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, is that they're known locally, and it wasn't so much. Of course, Gary has an influence, but it was interesting to me that Alex was mentioned at this event. You know. Yeah, I mean, I. If we're gonna go into it, I will just say, like maybe gary getting his son involved getting alex involved in that was a direct response yes that's to the social media stuff that he had posted that some people found perhaps at the very least distasteful um if he actually said this stuff it was clearly racist and disgusting yeah uh, yeah. I, I want to go on the record. I would so, second we, that. Yeah, yeah. But I don't want to talk about that much because we don't know. That we, don't know. we don't know that he right. said that. The, the so. allegate, uh, alleged. Right. Screenshots. So no. back to the show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's like a father trying to get his children. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please stop. Uh, so then Garrett and Juliet have one of those great moments. Oh, God. Ugh. <laughs> one of those great moments where, you know, they're arguing about, you know, she... Uh, him talking to Kelsey and having Kelsey stay over and then it's just a great perfect Garrett moment when Juliet says do you still care for her and then there's like 30 (laughs) seconds of him going uh (laughs) uh cause he obviously does but he doesn't know what to say right he's scared of Juliet well, who, well yeah. I would obviously, be. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone's scared yeah, of Juliet. I don't understand why they don't just break up. Like, I don't understand why they. I don't know why he's smoking. still dating her either. Right. Like, it just doesn't make sense. They never seem to like each other. 
but I think we should talk about Chloe really fast because Chloe had like a little bit of character development that quickly like was open and shut very quickly. Yes. So apparently they were they're on the beach for Chloe's um well not her twenty second birthday party but before that a beach outing and Kelsey comes over and now Kelsey's Is mom. Is that what the kids call it these days? A beach outing. <laughs> 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 okay, I'm not gonna. Okay, y'all. I don't really know why you want me to say that. So, <laughs> you just put me in my place. I don't know what to say. True crime lovers are always looking for new and engaging content. The Already Gone podcast covers stories from Michigan and the Great Lakes region. Cases you haven't heard before, like the Mayo Hunters or the murder of 16-year-old Justin Mello, plus better-known cases like the death of Jane Bashara and Illinois' own Lori Dan. Already Gone started in 2016, so there is a big back catalog for you to enjoy. Find Already Gone on Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, or your favorite podcatcher. <laughs> yeah, so they're out there, and, <laughs> and Chloe goes off by herself, and she's wrapped in a blanket. Wait, it's still laughing. Yeah, you're okay. still laughing, too. I feel, I feel um, so bad. And, uh, yeah, and she's wrapped in a blanket, and she's obviously <laughs> sad, and Kelsey comes up, and, and she right. explains that she's really worried about her mom, because her mom has what may, might be brain lesions or something like that. Right, which I'm thinking, like, I mean, brain cancer, but... Uh. Anyway, she's concerned, and Kelsey's mom has MS, which is a similar... I don't know how you diagnose MS, but I guess maybe in a similar way. As we learn later, it's kind of similar, like... The brain. brain Uh, And then blah, blah, blah. They exploit the situation, and the woman's fine. Really, that was just so... That's how I... I was like... Well, I was frustrated... Nothing's gonna happen. That was so lame. I was frustrated because I felt like they have explored the relationship with Chloe and her mom a little bit, and it would have been... I did not want anything to happen to her mom. I thought this could have been like a chance to go into it more and i didn't like that it was like momentary drama and then all of a sudden it's like fine it's all fine yeah well there was that great scene last year last season when she's at the restaurant with her mom and her yeah. mom's kind of calling her out for always causing trouble and stuff right. like that and you know her mom says i think it's because you didn't have a father you didn't grow up with a father and so there's some stuff you could plumb there right and just ha- th- having a throwaway medical emergency you know. A throwaway medical emergency. I think that's a very apt. Yeah, I know. I mean, and not to honestly, I don't want to make light of it because, dude, it would have made me very sad about my mom too, right? But I thought the way it was handled, yeah, was just, just was, yeah, not cheap. right. <laughs> but you know, we're just really just tiptoeing along towards the end of the show, aren't we? Yeah, because that's when the stuff really happened. Oh, God. So, so then Chloe's birthday party. Yeah. Right. So Chloe has this big birthday party and. I, they were hyping this up. They've been hyping it up for like at, weeks. At the Casey Fish House Tiki right. Bar. Oh, real quick. Where were they eating at before? When it was the two, like the blonde Hannah and her blonde, blonde boyfriend. Was that Casey Key Fish House also? That showed me nuts. You I know, don't. Person I, that I, might not I, know didn't, I didn't actually pay attention that much. But, you know, they, they've. Do you know what I'm talking They've about? gone to Turtles. I know the scene, Like last episode, yeah, they went to Turtles. That's what I thought it was. On Siesta. Uh, Turtles is like a restaurant and bar. On the inner bay. Yeah. Yeah. Kinda, yeah on the intercoastal. Um and it kind of looked a little bit like that, but it could have been a dozen. Right, it could have been a it's, dozen it's places. The one thing I was like, Brian could have been a dozen places. Brian might know this. Anyway, go ahead. So yes, Alex. Yes, there, like are, there are dozens of places here. that look beautiful with the water uh, yeah. through the window where you can eat and drink in Sarasota. Come visit. <laughs> this is Sarasota dot org. No. <laughs> no, don't don't, don't, don't do that until they sponsor us. Right. <laughs> so this party is. Um, 
going to be crazy, largely because we get a special guest. Finally, Alex is going to show up. Um, but wait, before Alex shows up, there's Alex. the Madison Canvas. I can't say her name without chuckling. <laughs> Madison Canvas uh, kind of like... Right. Ted the Ma- Madison tries to talk... Uh, Talk smack to her, which is hilarious. Madison's like a foot and a half taller than her, and is <laughs> right. literally talking. And Cam is just like, "You're trying so hard to be a tough girl. I know and you're not, <laughs> but no, really." And Cam's like, "Yeah, really. I'm no, just I, pitting on him." Like I had to give Madison credit, oh. but yeah, but it's just they're in different leagues. Yeah, you know. Cam is like, more sh- "Don't care." Yeah, <laughs> she's like, "No, don't give oh, a damn." God. But anyway, yeah, let's let's talk about the brawl. All right, so Alex shows up. Why <laughs> show? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the best. Like when he's in the <laughs> boat, he's in the boat with his friends, his headed, headed to the tiki bar, right? And it is hilarious <laughs> because he, I don't know how to describe this. It sounds like this. No, no, that's great. But his friends are also not the kind of friends that he, that are normally on the show. No, they're, yeah. they're not like big buff dudes. Uh-huh. Right. They're like they're just kinda, like scrawny white guys. Yeah, they're yeah. just scrawny white guys. And then he's talking like I mean, it's really he's kind of like got, got a nerd voice going on. Can you do like Brian's impression? Of it was pretty good. Well, later on when he's talking to Juliet, and he looks at her and he says. You look good, <laughs> but he's talking. But he, 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 it's almost like he has a like a an Urkel voice going on. But it was so creepy the way the light is. It's dark, and he's got this like demonic look in his eyes. Yeah. And I just couldn't believe how scary he looked. He looked like a villain, and I was thinking Robert De Niro and Cape Fear, but um, Jaws from uh, the James Bond movie. His Ugh. colleague pointed that out. Yeah, and. I mean, I'm just glad that Julia didn't hurt herself kissing him. Well, I mean, you can't. I mean, I, I honestly, you can't fault him for looking that way because, like, anyone's going to look that way if they have their jaw clenched like all the time. Right. right. Like, but I thought he was going to get jawed again by uh, old Garrett. Oh, I was, I was, yeah. But I'm going to get in the head. Yeah. Oh god. All, all I'm saying, and I think I said this to Brian before, is like the best thing that happened to that show was Alex getting punched. <laughs> Just because it's so not. I do not but wish that on him. Gary. You know what though? There was a great scene that we overshot uh, here. Is when they're sitting at the beach and they're like, maybe Alex got deserved to get punched. And I still think <laughs> I would love, love to know what happened to McDittens because the police report and what he said are completely off. And but there was a key moment. Remember they go, well, maybe he deserved it. What happened at McDinn's? That's how I, I want to know. Because the like, way he we talked to, real quick, the way he talked to Garrett, I would have punched him. Like, you don't talk to another guy like that unless your dad's the producer. The way he dismissed Garrett, like, it's Garrett's girlfriend who he's making out with. Garrett walks up there. Yeah. Garrett's good, good shaped guy. And Garrett's like, I, I have a hard time imagining that if that wouldn't have been the show, the star of the show. Right. So Alex behaves like that in the real world at a Tampa bar and it yeah. results in getting punched in the jaw. And so if that sounds callous, that's just my take on it. I think in the real world, yes. But I think that there's a lot of people <laughs> like Garrett, perhaps, who don't just punch people even when they say things that are, you know, terrible. Now, Juliet, on the other hand, is right. not on that level, obviously. Right. But So, yeah. So Juliet goes and hangs out with Alex on his boat and talks to him well basically so so garrett and garrett has promised juliet that he's not going to talk to kelsey that night which already is like a problem sign like if you tell your boyfriend like you cannot talk to this girl like probably it's not working out like i'm just gonna guess yeah so um he does talk to her though what a surprise surprise surprise. yeah but he cuts it off like he's like yeah i can't really be talking to you that's true but he also does start lead with like yeah juliet and i are not really working out (laughs) so of course true he set the stage 
as that's happening, Kelsey, or we see that Juliet is walking off with Alex. And she goes behind his boat, and they're they're talking. And I have to say what's weird is I never liked Juliet and Alex before, but this was the first time, maybe because his jaw is wired shut, that I was like, they have this weird chemistry. Like, in a, weir- in a way, sure. they're perfect for each other. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you guys disagree? Because I really felt I that. I thought the, the only time I've seen genuine, genuine emotion to those two, I, I thought him and Madison, and him and Juliet is just a... No, I, I, I don't uh, think that... I don't know that I see genuine emotion there, but it's kind of like birds of a feather thing they're both right. pretty bad horrible people <laughs> and so it kind of makes sense for them to be together because you know what they can be bad when they're together right and then it's just like you know have you ever seen those relationships where the people the two people are both kind of like they both do bad things and it just kind of feeds into the relationship or like it cancels out yeah it's just like well we're both cheating on each other so who cares yeah yeah you know but the what really causes the problems is Chloe and some of the other people up at the tiki bar <laughs> commenting very loudly, Sound obviously. very well on water. Well, yeah, I mean, that was what I was it, impressed by. Well, it's clear that they want them to hear, right. too. But they're just, like, going off on Kelsey yeah. primarily. I mean, not Kelsey, on Juliet primarily. Yeah. They're like, I hate Juliet. Yeah. She's the worst, you know, yeah. all this stuff. So Juliet freaks out, and she comes up there, I think, with Alex, and... What happens? Yeah, Who did she throw the punch at? Kelsey. <laughs> she yeah. She she tries. So there's a punch. bunch of smack talking back and forth, and Juliet. Well, I thought Juliet just came out right away. Throw like no, they're they're kind of talking. They're uh, kind of yelling at each other. And the, the best part about this is that while they're yelling at each other and kind of getting at each other, and then the punches come in and all that. Uh, it flashes over to Garrett and Brandon talking, and Garrett's talking about his car. You know, like it's got paddle shifter. <laughs> it can go pretty fast. You know, that's the best part. I didn't even notice it. Wham! <laughs> Juliet tries to punch Kelsey. I don't think she actually made contact. Oh. Everyone kind of breaks in and tries to pull him apart. Right. And so Alex kind of leads Juliet away, and they're all. Kelsey kind of wants to go at her. She's like in that kind of fight adrenaline mode yeah. she's crying but also wants to punch people and, and yeah and chloe threw a little kind of like pushback didn't she yep yeah and madison oh madison like they're alex and juliet are walking away and madison just goes like first of all everyone's cursing up a storm there's lots of bleeps but madison's like oh, yeah. she's such a bitch yeah. <laughs> which like i will say though they tease that scene so many times on this because they kept doing that scene where she goes like she's a fucking bitch and it was like, really? That was it. But I like when end. Julie gets back to Alex, and Alex is actually kind of being like, you know, saying the right thing for once. He's like, good thing I got you out of there before you got in a oh, fight. No. Yeah, Wait. well, but then he also says, he also says, you guys just got in a fight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, there's Julie's the like, I would have won. And he's like, no, he wouldn't have. <laughs> I know, what was that? It was so weird. Also, I like the part I where he... I would Juliet anytime, sorry. Yeah, no, I like the part where he tells Juliet, as they're saying mean things oh, about yeah. her, like, they're speaking from the heart. They just don't care for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It, it's like, just accept it. I have. <laughs> You're evil. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Evil with me. No, but it is so true, because he is like one of those villains. He's like that guy... I don't know if you said you said James Bond, but he's like that guy in the Batman movie. You know the one in the Dark Knight when he like um, loses half of his face and the then Joker? all of a sudden no 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 the other um, face. no okay. yeah Harvey Dent right Harvey Dent but it's like all of a sudden he's just like whatever it's fine yeah. the world sucks but that was the most uncomfortable kiss maybe oh, god. oh my god well, they, they go back to his boat oh and they're god. they're making out and even Juliet <laughs>, laughs the first time she does it yeah. but they continue doing Ew. it. It's, I just feel bad for her. I was like, that must hurt. 
I mean, it must uh, hurt I, both yeah. of them. Like, I was concerned for the welfare of her oh, face. My, uh, my other favorite um, Alex quote from that time period was, Chloe just called me a bad person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Surprise. <laughs> it's like your impression is so good. <laughs> it's not that. It's not hard. Just keep your teeth together. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I had I told Jimmy this last night, and he was like, I was like, you should use this for your column. And he was like, you can just say it in the podcast. But probably you guys do not know a lot about Jane Eyre, the book. I know a fair amount about Jane Eyre. Okay, so you know how in Jane Eyre, the main character is this guy, and he's like crazy and whatever, but then he ends up getting, like there's a fire, and he ends right. up like blinded, and that's like how they can fall in love again is because like he's blinded, so now he's weak. And sure. in a way, I was like, this is exactly what it is with Alex. It's like they've maimed Alex, and now so it's like... So let's just... So last week, <laughs> last week Jimmy references Dostoevsky in his review, and this week it's Jane Eyre. That's what we said. Oh, <laughs> I'm trying to get this literary works and Siesta Key thing. I mean, yeah, that is another example of a guy who, you know, I mean, I don't know. That guy was pretty bad in Jane Eyre. Yeah, exactly. Crazy wife in the attic. Okay, yeah, he was he was maybe another level, but I like the idea of like once they're you know somehow hurt, we can sympathize with them. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I I don't sympathize with Alex. No, nope. no, he's just hilarious. But and I did I did think Garrett looked generally angry when he walked out to that pier, which made me think maybe he does care about it, or maybe he just didn't like being embarrassed. I don't know. The whole show. I, you know what? I just think that he, like, I think he has a sense of fairness about him, yeah. right? And he really hates Alex. Yeah, like that's right? what I guess I'm trying to. Say. I think Garrett maybe even in real life really hates Alex. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think so. And so when she goes out and talks to him, talks to Alex, Garrett's like what the heck? You just told me I couldn't talk to Kelsey right. and you're going out there and talking to Alex. That's why I just see right. his face. I was like, for a second, I thought he's going to hit him. And, yeah. and I, I, whereas like when Brandon was in the hot tub and, and Alex is hitting on his ex, like you could tell Brandon didn't care at all. Probably cause he just got the check to go shoot the one 800 ass Gary commercial. Like Brandon does not <laughs> like seem like he doesn't care what Alex does. Like right. Alex could hit on yeah. you know, his girlfriend right in front of him. He's more accepting. But I, I think that Garrett has this, sense of right and wrong that perhaps slows him down when he's trying to explain himself but <laughs> true does like i think the the sense of fairness like i have a 13 year old son and fairness is like the thing that will make him the angriest like things that are unfair Aww. makes him like puts him in a rage you know that's, that so, does feel like scary with yeah. the like fist yeah. you know <laughs> no but i think um the other thing i find really bizarre is like the hypocrisy, no offense, and like the fact that Kelsey cheated on Garrett with Alex and lied about it like seven thousand times, and now it's all like, well, Kelsey's the good one, you know, she's the the one who is really no. But you know what? Hopefully, they're they can work that out. I mean, Kelsey's not evil. She just made she's Kelsey. I feel is a lot like Brandon. Okay, she made some poor choices. Um, I don't want to excuse those choices, right? Yeah. But she made some poor choices, and maybe she can grow and learn from that. I don't think Brandon's had that moment. He's just a he's just like a man child right now. So yeah, that's true. Maybe uh, maybe getting his music career axed will uh, wake him up to the real world. And right, he's got that great career as a spokesperson. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Now so. we did see. Uh, I saw at least the scenes from next week. Mine get cut. I tape it. Yeah, it, it always cuts. It. Yeah, well, I just have to say, man, that Carson guy. <laughs> is that his name, Carson? I think oh so. God. The blonde, the new blonde guy. He is a good-looking man. Oh God! But things? we're gonna find out more about him next week because his parents got divorced and apparently he had to go into foster care. Wow! Oh, I did see that. Yeah. yeah. What's up with that? that? I have yeah. to say, I kind of hope that they play this Madison Brandon canvas thing out a little bit longer. 
I don't like I feel bad because I don't think you know that it's a great storyline but I hate that the show does this thing where they're like okay we played this for one episode now it's over and it's like no that actually could be pretty interesting like I want to see where this goes and if it's just like the canvas talks to him at a party and then they yeah. end it it's like uh eh. well I you know what I want to see if I had to ship a romance it would be canvas and Chloe totally and i think canvas is kind of set no no she totally set something up like that she was talking about you know i'm I just flirt flirtatious too and I, 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 I flirt with my girlfriends too i don't think she meant that well, it's, I, think, I don't know but whatever like that is what i'd like to see i don't think it's going to happen right yeah but then chloe could have a relationship what makes you think she's inclined to have a relationship with a woman? I don't, what makes you think she's not? I don't care. Oh, I, I thought maybe you saw some no, of the foreshadowing. No, I don't, I don't <laughs> think this is actually going to happen in any way. Oh, okay. I Why That's about, what I want to see. I want Tarek and anybody really on the show to be together. Yeah, but. you know, in the scenes for next week, Tarek talks about how it's hard being gay in oh, Sarasota. Yeah. And you know what? I don't know. I don't know. It is yeah. probably hard to be gay in Sarasota. The thing is, is that... Sarah's Not so compared to there's so many places in the country where it's much. Oh no no that's that's true. I mean the first Sarah's, thing I knew noticed when I grew, left from just Tampa to Sarasota I was like, wow people are openly gay here and everybody's yeah. cool with it. Like yeah. I had, in Tampa you, that was not the case in 1997 or eight when I you know. I've talked to people about this like over the past ten years like writing about it for creative loafing and stuff and what's interesting about Sarasota is that it is pretty well accepted here like yeah. you, be openly gay it's not it's there is I mean obviously there's there's right. a lot of problems everywhere right. but it's not it's not a bad place here to be gay the problem with it is that because of that and because we have an older you know an older uh, demographic here yeah. in Sarasota because a lot of retirees and stuff it's you know the, the there aren't a lot of gay clubs there aren't a lot of gay activities necessarily that are specifically geared towards a gay clientele and that's because a lot of the gay couples and people are older and they're just going out and doing the things that everybody, that heterosexual couples do. Right. You know, they're going to galas, they're going to restaurants, right. they're going out and doing stuff. And it, it probably makes it pretty hard to get out there and meet and have a scene. And the other thing I imagine is like part of what would be hard being gay is like whether or not your family accepts it. And that could be true wherever you are. Well, like that's totally Your true. family could be not accepting even if you're in like the most progressive place in the country. So I think that probably that is what they're going to That seems with the angles. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, All right, but here's the saddest part about the scenes from next week. Yeah. The saddest part is that Alex's jaw is not wired shut anymore. What? No. Really? Yeah, he was talking like a normal person. Oh, no. Better go and he's, and they showed a couple scenes that he was in. So he's back. And, and he's being humbled by law school. There's yeah. another line sure. about that. Yeah, he's in the library a lot. Yeah, more than all of his undergraduate years combined. I can understand that. Where do you go to school? I don't know. I don't know that either. Yeah. So, you know, I am curious how much they're going to explore that moving forward, you know. Yeah. Yawn. I know. Yawn. I I'm, can care less about Alex. Yeah. Amanda was back. Amanda, oh, yeah. That was I exciting. like Amanda. She's yeah. cool. And wait, and do you guys have the same problem I have? Like, whenever Hannah's in the, sh- whenever they're like eating somewhere or whatever, and Hannah's there with her boyfriend, that don't you think that he's Carson at first? Yes, yes. Like I swear yes. to God, was it Carson that who was eating with them? No, or was that, it her that boyfriend? That didn't happen to me, but I did like the boyfriend because he was the one who was like, Julia, maybe you should just not date anyone for a while, and that was like that was not an option. Yeah. That's not no. No, that's like the best couple, the most uh, no, they they the best couples, legit. Hannah and. Anthony, I'm going to say. I don't you, know. You said Anthony last time. I'm sticking <laughs> yeah. with that. Yeah, so, let's say Anthony. Unnamed boyfriend, number one. Yeah. But I like him. 
Well, I guess we'll find it. We saw a page a little bit, too, but these, some of these side characters oh, not yeah. getting a lot of airtime yet. So oh, wow. Carson next week, then maybe we'll see more of some of the others, too. Yeah. Like Anthony, let's say. <laughs> All right, we'll find out next week, actually. So come back and check us out next week when we'll talk about next week's episode. Next week. <laughs> Have a good week. Is that what they call it? Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.